Right here at the top, I just want to say the new Waveform issue is out, Waveform Magazine. If you're not familiar, please go check out Waveform Magazine. They're just getting better and better with each issue. Nice work, all. Waveform Magazine. Link in the show description. Podular Modcast is made possible in part by your help over at patreon.com forward slash Podular Modcast. Would you like to help keep the LEDs blinking over here at PodMod? Would you like to help Tim Held break through to the next level of creating weekly content based around the world of modular synthesis. You do? Well, that's great news. Because for the price of a cup of coffee a day, less, even less, how much are you spending on on your cliff bars in the morning? Hmm? Yeah. Well, you could drop that much into patreon.com forward slash podular modcast and just, you know, really make a difference in this crazy, crazy world. Take some control back in your life patreon.com forward slash podular modcast and thank you to golf with ghosts for this track called super organized matter off of the noise it all makes available on Bandcamp. that's golf with ghosts pick it up pick it up pick it up pick it up Welcome to Podular Modcast. My name is Tim Held. This week we're going to talk to Ben and John from New York Modular Synth Society. And I don't think it could be overstated how important these modular synth societies have been uh, in keeping the fabric of our... Not keeping. In fact, making it even more interwoven. The fabric of our modular synth community. I feel like through this pandemic... um, it's been it's been these modular synth societies doing these these live streaming events that uh, have kept us all together. So we're going to talk to Ben and John here shortly. But first, we have some business to get to and some stories. And, you know, maybe listen to a little woke ass Messiah. This song's called Last Minute. It's off of his album called Dog Days. I've played some of it before. It's good stuff. It's good music to talk over. And the first thing I want to talk about is uh, Mod Bang, Glow in the Dark Patch Cables, and Dust Covers. Um, let's start with these these patch cables. They're all I use. That's all I have. Um, they actually have a new color that I don't have, so I'm going to have to get some of those. Um, and their new color is called Sublime Glow. And it's um, it's it's like a really nice-looking green. Um, they also have a cobalt blue, which I have a ton of. They have the blood orange. Might be my personal favorite. I don't know. The apple green is a close second. Oh, but then they got the primrose, which is also pretty great. Um, so yeah. Oh, do you want angled cables? Oh, they got them. Pretty much any size you can think of for your Eurorack cases. Also, they've got 3.5 millimeter to quarter inch cables. They have just straight up quarter inch cables. And they even have these little self-patch cables, these tiny, tiny, um, they're three inches long from end to end. So it's really, really good for uh, those those tight modules. You can just get them really, really nicely patched together and not create too much of a spider's nest. And these angled cables, I tell you what, they're so nice to have. Like I, I use a mixture of both. Um, and these, these angle cables, they just come in really handy in certain situations, whether it's tight or if you gotta do some stuff that's gotta wrap around some shit and you know what I'm saying. They also make beautiful, beautiful 
Uh, dust covers for six and seven U cases. They're made out of ripstop material, super durable. Um, so if you're, you know, living in an inclement situation and you don't have a, a case with a lid or you can't get your lid on because it's too much, too many patch cables on there, get one of these dust covers to throw over it. Just give you that peace of mind. Also, pretty nice too if you got say you have a, a patch you're working on and you haven't fully dressed your cables up yet but you're gonna have a dinner party you know well you're not gonna have a dinner party anytime soon but you know someday when the world's back normal you will um maybe you want to just put a nice little cover over there so people don't see a rat's nest when they come in your house you know you could think of a million different scenarios where this would come in handy i, I just thought of 15 more but i'm not going to tell you what they are i'm going to let you use your imagination but while you're thinking about it head over to modbang.com and check out everything that I just told you about. I mean, why wouldn't you? That's M-O-D-B-A-N-G dot com. Modbang. But maybe you're like, you know, that's all fine and good. I want to support Modbang, but I also want to support like a grassroots brick and mortar shop as well. Like what, how, how could I do both at the same time? Well, I tell you what, you can head over to patchworks.com, P-A-T-C-H-W-E-R-K-S.com and get some, some Modbang cables from there. In fact, Matt, who runs... Modbang works at Patchworks and he does a lot of their videos. So, I don't know. What do the hippies call that? Synchronicity? I don't know. I don't like to put labels on things. I like to just sit back and take in the glory that is the reality of the situation here in Seattle. And that's that Patchworks is an awesome show or, or awesome shop. <laughs> I think I'm losing my mind a little bit. I think maybe people out there are listening and they're like, what's Tim doing? What's Tim doing right now? I'm telling you about Patchworks. P-A-T-C-H-W-E-R-K-S dot com. So I had a lot of fun uh, doing Modular World, John O'Wells' show, uh, last week. I got to go out and, and record some some remote performances with my Benjolin V2 from After Later Audio. Uh, I just love this module so much. It's, uh, it's so fun to just kind of dive in and, and explore it you know it's 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 such a I'm, I'm still wrapping my head around it so like these performances are of course I practiced them a little bit before I went out and recorded them but there's such a an like an improv element to it because it's such it's just such a unique unique fun module and I'm uh, I'm in the in the process of uh, wrapping my head around it enough to where I can make like a pretty pretty fully fleshed out um, kind of explanation patch example demo. So hopefully that will become coming up uh, relatively soon in the next few weeks. But, um, you know, until that arrives, why don't you go check out the Benjolin V2 over at afterlateraudio.com. Also, there you can find Afterlater stuff in shops all over the world. So, um, you know, just awesome, awesome modules coming out of that company. They released so many new amazing things last year, and there's going to be some really exciting stuff coming up this year. Um, but yeah, be on the lookout for, for this video that I'm, I'm hoping to get done relatively soon. And until then, please go check out my uh, my live performances on YouTube that I've done with the Benjolin. I mean, just using it as a primary voice. I did one in the living room around my Christmas tree uh, where I used two Benjolins at once. Uh, that was really fun. Um, I mean, it's very, very chaotic and abstract music, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's one of the funnest modules to play with. Um, and thank you to Dante Luray for this track called Umbra off of his, uh, album Shadows. This is also really fun music to talk over. I feel like I should be giving you guys some, like, inspirational advice or something. 
Or it's like a, like a pharmaceutical commercial or something. There comes a time in every person's life where they feel powerless, where they feel like just a cog in a machine, another victim of circumstance. But I have good news for you. What if I told you that there was a way that you could regain control of your life? If you could find a sense of agency over your own destiny? Well, I have really good news for you. Because here at PodMod, that's exactly what we're delivering. Especially if you go to patreon.com forward slash modular podcast. Two times in one intro on Patreon? Come on, Tim. Anyways, Dante, I really like this track. Um, and that opening track at the very beginning, Golf with Ghosts. Uh, he's, he works at uh, Needham Woodworks. Making the finest Euro rack cases in the land. So if you haven't heard of Needham Woodworks, well, this is the first time you've listened to this show then because I'm talking about them all the time because they make such good stuff. Capiche? Head over to NeedhamWoodworks.com to see the finest Euro rack cases in the land. Okay, I'm going to stop messing about here. We're going to get into a demo really quick, and then we're going to talk to New York Modular Synth Society. Thanks for coming back to PodMod. All right, we're going to get weird with this demo. Um, I introduced you to the guillotine 1U distortion module from uh, Ritual Electronics a couple weeks ago, and I also introduced you to uh, the alter, the filter from Ritual Electronics. And then a while back, I've been intermittently peppering in the uh, percussion interface and the percussion interface expander from 4MS. So I'm actually going to use all of these in conjunction today uh, on this patch to do something with my voice. I'm going to put my microphone through the guillotine. Um, I'm going to feed the audio from the percussion interface expander into the guillotine. Um, so the guillotine is a stereo distortion, um, but you can, uh, you know, the, the left input is normaled to the uh, left and right outputs. So I'm going to just feed one output directly into the mixer, and now I'm going to bring the gain up, and it is currently in high, mode, uh, high pass mode. So that's the gain all the way up. Now I've stepped away from my, uh, I'm getting a little buzz here. That's from my, my, my microphone. That is not the distortion. Uh, I can't seem to fix it, but I think it's actually kind of cool. I like, I like what it's doing. Um, and then I can go, so I'm in high pass mode. This is the normal distortion mode. You can't understand a word I'm saying. Maybe if I turn it down, down a little bit, you can, uh, there we go. You can understand me a little better, but it's still pretty unintelligible. And then there's the low pass mode, which uh, sounds really nice. So yeah, this is the uh, left channel. Um, now I'm going to feed this right channel into uh, a chronoblob 2. Wait, no, first into the altar. So I'm going to, uh, let me, let me switch mics here. It's pretty hard to understand me over there. So I'm going to, I'm going to feed the right channel into the altar, um, the, the, the multimode filter from Ritual Electronics and then into the uh, Chrono Blob 2. And then I'm going to feed that a little, just a little bit into uh, Monsoon, but just for the reverb, I'm not going to turn the wet signal up on that. Um, but where the percussion interface, um, is going to come in as I'm going to use the, uh, the envelope out and the inverse out, uh, of the envelope. And uh, I'm going to have it in the envelope follower mode. So those two pieces of CV are going to control the, uh, the frequency of the filter 
and the color of the filter. So let me just bring that up in the mix. I'm gonna turn the, uh, let's see, I'll put it in uh, high pass mode and I'm gonna put the gain up at 50% and let's bring that up and I'm gonna leave it out of the, uh, I will not feed that into the reverb or the delay quite yet. So let's just bring that up. So, now I'm tapping into the filter and the loops. The envelopes created by my voice are controlling the two parameters of the filter. So notice when I talk louder and quieter, you'll hear that difference with the, how the envelope follower is interacting with these, um, these CV parameters. So if I talk louder, it sounds like this. And as I talk louder, it gets like this. Here, I'll step over to this mic. I've got the uh, the left channel in low pass mode and the, uh, the right channel in high pass mode, and the right channel is what's going into the filter and into the, uh, the delay in the reverb. So it sounds like this. Now, I'm gonna switch the left and right uh, to, you know, just invert those as far as high pass, low pass goes. So now, it sounds like this. Now I'm going to put that channel into the middle. That's totally, totally uh, unintelligible. So I'll put it back in here and let's turn this distortion up. Yeah, there you have it. A very, very strange and fun patch made with some really cool modules. The guillotine from Virtual Electronics and alter from virtual electronics and percussion interface the percussion interface expander from formas we got a little weird and noisy on this one but uh, it was fun i hope you enjoyed it well john and ben thank you so much for joining me um you guys are two-thirds of modular synth society is that correct correct yeah we are okay and are you guys in new york city Yes, we, we all are. Uh, I mean, technically, John, John is in Long Island, so I guess close enough, right? That doesn't count as New York City, but like, you know, he sees the city from his from his bedroom, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly it. Yeah, it's like the closest right quarantine you know. with spin. <laughs> it's uh, it's New York in spirit. That's how I think about it now, especially with the quarantine and all that. It's 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 a mindset more than anything. Yeah, that, well, that, that definitely got out a got a hand, you know, a little bit since COVID. Now we have people in Russia, all over the world. So, yeah, yeah, Kentucky, yeah, every, everything. <laughs> For somebody who's never been to New York City. Uh, Long Island is New York City to me, so I guess... It is. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and Ben, what, what part of New York are you in? I'm in Brooklyn, uh, Brooklyn. South okay, Brooklyn. Cool. So same right thing, on. some people will, will tell you, this is not New York, you, 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 you live in your own little uh, parallel dimension. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like every, every, every borough kind of has that same 
Like you could say that to almost every borough. It's, it, it seems like, uh, like living in Seattle, it's not a big city at all. You could probably fit 10 Seattle's, you know, like 10 downtown actual area in, in New York, maybe even more. So it just seems like it's like this web of a bunch of cities. It's um, true, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, I really want to come out there. Um, so hopefully once uh, everybody's all vaccinated and everything, I can come out and maybe uh, play, play a gig with you guys or something. You absolutely could and should. That'll totally. be fun. Okay, yeah. okay well, um, who are we missing today out of the the? So the Jason, here? a.k.a. Dissonant, the, the sir, the wheel of that uh, tr- tricycle, I guess, you know. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, we're the we're the admin tricycle. That's yeah. actually what we call ourselves. Or, or yeah, more seriously, maybe we could sh- we should call ourselves the triumvirate or something some, something fancy, you know? Or, a trident. It sounds a, sounds a little better. The triforce. Yeah. Triforce, triforce. triforce yeah, sounds good. good. Trident. Yeah. Trident is good. New York is surrounded by water. I think that makes sense. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. We well, go. we're 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 getting shit done today. Hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> we're rebranding we're actually right now. Uh, In real yeah. time, you you all, heard all, it here. All of us. <laughs> so yeah, it's the, the three of us, the admins, and you know, a uh, couple other people helping us, and something like four hundred fifty members. Wow. Well, I want to get into. Um, you know, the society talk and how it got started and where you're at now and what's upcoming. And, um, but I want to get to know you two on a personal level real quick. So could you kind of just give me like some of the, uh, you know, the stats you'd find on the back of your baseball card, you know, (laughs) where, where are you from? When did you start playing music and how'd you find yourself in modular synthesis? Ben's card is way more impressive than mine. Like his is a rarity and it <laughs> nah. has like a foil on it and stuff. So he's <laughs> no, going to no, go no. first and he's going to talk about his foil print baseball <laughs> I card. I foil print and cards. <laughs> mine's the one that comes in the bubble gum. So. <laughs> no, no, John, John is way too humble. Uh, and and you, you will soon, very soon understand why I'm saying that. Uh, so I guess you put me on the spot. So I'm a star. I'm French, right? As you can hear uh, or not. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm from Paris, born and raised, uh, been in America for like eight, nine years or so. Uh, Hip hop producer, uh, audio engineer, did a couple of stuff for a couple of interesting people like Kanye West, Deep Set, ASAP Rocky, Wiz Khalifa. Cool cool dudes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wait, you were producing beats for them? Yeah, beats and uh, audio engineering. So wow, okay. I I was, you know, like, uh, I I run a couple of studios in the city. Well, would be like, you know, the, the in-house engineer and, and producer for a couple, you know, labels and whatnot. Blue Rock mm-hmm. Records with Dame Dash. A C- couple of stuff like that. Oh, wow. And, uh, awesome. you know, after a while, I felt like doing something else, I guess, you know. And I've always mm-hmm. been a synthesizer guy. So, you know, that, that for like, I don't know, 20 years plus, maybe 25 years. I don't know. I'm that old. But yeah, so synthesizers all my life, always, you know, and, you know, I guess I had more time and, you know, it, it became kind of right to, to dive into modular, which was kind of a dream since, since I was a kid, right? And, and, you know, I think also modular was, you know, becoming something else a little bit. Uh, for the longest time, you know, I've always had an eye on it, but I was kind of like, 
this is a very expensive version of what I have and I was kind of not <laughs> seeing the point, you know. I was like, man, I have uh -huh. a Juno, like, especially back then, you know, a Juno was not $1,500, right? Like, like a Juno mm -hmm. was like 600 bucks. And, 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 you know, I was like, what you mean? 600 bucks is the price of an one oscillator? I was like, <laughs> yeah. you know, and then I would look at it. I would be like, oh, maybe it does waveforms from another planet. And, and I would see, no, it does sign, triangle, square. I was like, <laughs> and I, honestly, I was like, I don't get it. Like, like you know, yeah. I would get Bukla and Surge, but that was kind of too esoteric for me. Like, like mm -hmm. you know, I was like, oh, that that's not exactly my culture. So, yeah, so I think, I think, you know, modular and my own life at some point came to the same, you know, there was an interesting crossroad. And I bought the, the Make Noise Zero Coast. That was actually a, like a, a birthday present to myself. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that was it, you know, that from there, That's you know. That's a great place to start. I feel like the No Coast is like, or Zero Coast, which I, I learned recently that even Make Noise is like, it's both. So no one's wrong, which I yeah. kind of like that. Um, yeah, I think that's a great place to start. And you know, it's funny. I was just talking to somebody else, maybe even on the show, about how the the price point when you're entering is just like you're like, there's no way that I'm going to spend that on a module. And I feel like a lot of people, including myself, for the first few years, I was trying to buy the one hundred to two hundred dollar modules. And then after a while, like you kind of become um, what's the word? Desensitized to how expensive things are, and then you're spending six hundred dollars on one thing, and you're not uh, even really thinking about it. Hundred <laughs> percent, impulsively dropping like four hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's totally. absurd. For, for me, the the money turning point came, you know, pretty fast actually. Once I discovered the the Verbos Harmonic Oscillator, mm -hmm. I was like, oh. Yeah, that's what happened to me. I think I had a, f I, I finally <laughs> experienced a few of the higher end modules and i was like oh this is why they cost this much and this is why you only need yeah. a few of them rather than you know 20 a hundred dollar modules get like eight you know four to five hundred dollar yeah, totally. ones and yeah but um yeah that was just a little tangent so wait were you in new york when you got into modular then how long ago yeah, was yeah, this? yeah. The, uh, actually i'm pretty new to modular like like three years ago maybe three and a half yeah same here actually something yeah. something like that yeah, you know, like, I don't know, uh, I, I was kind of, you know, I, I felt like I learned, you know, I mean, you can never really say that, right? But I, I think I learned everything I wanted to learn regarding beat making, audio engineering, you know, I was craving to learn mm -hmm. something new, right? So yes, I, totally. I got more into playing keys, that, that was one thing. But I was like, you know, really craving like, you know, it, it was like pretty much a 20 year run of trying to learn everything, every drum machine, every sampler, sequencer, uh, mixing boards, EQ, compressors. And I was like, and, and now what am I supposed to do with the rest of my life? You know, I was kind of <laughs> like, and now what? And, and like I said, you know, it all, all fell into place kind of, you know, amazingly. Uh, so one day the, the Make Noise Zero Coast, and I was like, hold on, let, let me watch a couple of videos. And I was mind blown. There's this video, I think it's called... Uh, 10 sounds with no talk or you know something like that right the guy just does 10 mm -hmm. patches there is no you know no bs and mm -hmm. i was like this is 10 very very different sounds and they were also musical i was like oh this is amazing mm -hmm. yeah and mind yeah 100 <laughs> and, and i have a friend at the same time who got into modular as well so that kind of helped too 
Yeah. That's that's uh, rap producer Ski Beats. And at that time, I forgot what the story is, but he ended up with two <laughs> Moses 32. And he was mm -hmm. like, you know, I showed him the zero code, so he bought one. And he was like, well, I, I only two Moses 32. So he gave me one, and that was it. Once we both had oh, wow. a zero cost and a Moses 32, we would just call each other all the time, being like, yo, you, you can plug this to that and this to that. <laughs> and, and that was That's it. That's actually really cool. That's awesome. That's cute. It's, That's adorable. It is really adorable, cute, Aww. but it's also really cool <laughs> to have like a friend have the exact same setup as you because you can compare like exact notes and not yeah. not as theoretical stuff so that that sounds kind of cool yeah and like you know just trying to figure it out together like oh you can do that you can do this like at first we we're wondering can you blow up modules can you you know yeah. <laughs> so I, I've, I've blown up a few yeah <laughs> the answer is yes the answer is definitely yes <laughs> i've also to, to give a major shout out to robert from control you know the only modular store in new york that guy would answer all our questions. Like, like I'm talking That's two awesome. hours sessions of being like, yeah. what if you plug an output to an input? What if you, mm. what if you use a stackable and put three signal into one input? Like, like we had so mm. many, you know, what, what will happen? Can we break it? Uh, mm -hmm. What is this? What is that? You know, what's that module? What, what does that word mean? You know, so, so yeah, he, he might, he might be the most patient man. Oh, big planet. time. Big yeah. time. Yeah. And then when we started buying modules, you know, I would be like, oh, I was thinking I need a mixer. I was thinking about buying that one. He'd be like, no, buy that one. I was like, all right. <laughs> like, you know, I trust him 100%. So that helps a lot. You know, I feel bad when I see people saying, I bought that module. I saw it would do A, but actually it does B. And I'm like, oh, that sucks. Mm -hmm. You know, like, like, yeah. Like that helps a lot knowing you're buying not only what, you know, what does what you think it's doing. Also the right one, right? Like like one of the first module I bought was the the surge, the triple the wave uh, wave wave shaper. And you know, I was like, oh that was, that thing was like three fifty. So I asked him, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this is hot, right? This is like real good. He was like, Oh man, <laughs> like if if what you're looking for is a wave shaper, you can't be disappointed. So you know you feel good, like you're like, Okay, I'm, I'm a fork out three fifty. You get home mm -hmm. and you're like, yo, this, yeah, this is what I paid for. <laughs> so, you yeah, know, I, I think I was very lucky, you know, like, like that, that was a lot of, uh, you know, when I see, that's why I try to always help n new people because I'm like, man, like this is, if you're alone and you don't have like a store or anybody you can rely on, no friends to experiment with, I think it makes it way tougher. Yeah, I've talked to a lot of people like that, um, you know, who have reached out to me. Hey, you know, I live in Arkansas. What do I do? <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> and I always tough. tell them, start your own modular society. And if it's kind of like that old Kevin Costner movie. Uh, if you build it, they will come, you know, like you just got to sure. start making noise and hope people can show up. And I know people out in the Midwest kind of will travel pretty far to to um, to hang with with like different modular since society is out there and stuff. So I guess there's hope, but yeah, you guys are very, I feel very lucky as well being here in Seattle. Um, I, I was like kind of already friends with people who were kind of on the fringes of just getting into modular. And we all kind of like just brought all of our friends from the periphery in and created this huge scene pretty quickly. Um, which seems like has been happening all over the country with, uh, seems like that may be happening with you guys as well. Um, Oh yeah, but before we get Major into that, convergence. what was that? Yeah. What was that, John? 
I was yeah, major major convergence of yeah. audiences across the country. Yeah. Yeah, and I definitely want to yeah. talk about that with how all of the modular synth societies have really been the bonding glue that has kept us together uh, through the quarantine. Um, but let's get to know John real quick. Let's let, what are your what are your baseball card stats? Sure. My my baseball card stat is um, I guess it shares a few things in common with Ben, but less so much the Kanye West elements <laughs> and more the the no coast elements. Uh-huh. Um, also called O Coast or like H O O H Coast. I've heard I've heard no coast, O Coast, Zero Coast. Yeah. Um anyway, so uh yeah, I guess been playing synth with synthesizers since I was like a teenager ish. Um, you know, bought my first drum machine around the year two thousand and one and just had fun with that stuff for a long time. But I always felt like, I don't know, it just didn't work with how my brain worked. Like there was always something more that I wanted to be doing with them. And at the time, I just didn't understand what I was trying to do. You know, I guess the architecture of it just wasn't, I always felt like I wasn't really using the inter, the instrument enough or, or in the way I really wanted to be using it. Mm-hmm. So when I realized you know modular was a thing and and it could like you know you can rewire things in real time and like my brain can think about this and put it here and try this and and like experiment a lot which is just how my brain works and how i learn um i jumped right into it um and same thing i mean no coast was my entry point a couple years three years ago four years ago i don't know um and yeah i mean like Right at the time, there was nothing that was like bringing those modular concepts outside of modular, like wave folding, also to take from Ben's card. Like that wasn't a thing on like the mini log and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That was that very recently. I think the mo- the first actual recent synthesizer had on had had wave folding on it was like the Microvolt, right? The Pittsburgh synthesizer. Mm-hmm. Um, but that wasn't in a lot of them. And then when I found like when I heard that for the first time, I'm like, you could fucking bold waves. What do you mean? <laughs> like in, in probably in a no coast demo as well. Um, like that was it. That was for, like, to me, that was what changed everything. I'm like, there's all these synthesis concepts that like, I, I'm not even being exposed to by using subtractive synthesis. And like, trust me, I love my Moogs and all that. I have, I have a grandmother right always by my side, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, there was something intrinsically unique and exciting um, and inviting about the modular stuff. So that's kind of when I jumped in. Um, and, uh, yeah. And slowly but surely my band, which is really just me and my best friend, we slowly went from just using conventional synthesizers and drums, um, to, uh, um, you know, almost entirely modular setup, which if you've never played modular in a band with another person live before, it it's so, the fucking worst, but it's also the best. <laughs> like it's it's really fun and and exciting and rewarding. But geez, like you're you're gonna run into issues. You're gonna yeah. run oh, into for issues. Sure. If, it, if I wasn't doing it with my best friend, it would be it would have been catastrophic. Yeah, it was not a good experience. Anyway, so you yeah, that's about it. <laughs> so you had you were already kind of you were making music before modular. Um, yeah, I'm always curious. Like when people find their way into yeah. modular, do they have a friend group around them who also is into it, which seems like you both had at least one person to kind of dive it in, dive into with. Um, 
So how do you guys meet? Yeah, we meet because I think we both felt similar things. I mean, right? it's, like, he, he started essentially, it, like uh, with a Reddit post. Well, yeah, I mean, I kind of when I was getting into this, like really seriously, a couple of years ago, I'm I'm sitting here going like, all right, I know I like going to control. I know I like talking to people and meeting people. I know I th- I too think Robert is you know. Um, an unrivaled genius. Um, and I'm like, where's the community aspect to all this? Like they just, it, it didn't, there wasn't anything like banding all these musicians together. There were like nightly modular nights in Brooklyn and things like that. But those sort of came and went a little bit. It was small though. It was small. It was very experimental. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, like I, I one day posted on Reddit, like, "Hey, anyone in New York want to do a modular on the spot?" And um, like, surprised by how many people responded to it. But but Ben was one, and and the rest, I guess, is is destiny. We just essentially it, this all came from like, I guess, not feeling like there was a really like tight knit orchestrated organized community for this mm-hmm. stuff in new york and there fucking should be it's new york it's new you york know? Like, yeah yeah, yeah no, exactly. no, no, no. we we absolutely <laughs> need that and like there's one in seattle like there's one in socal how is there not one in new so york that was, so i'm like Fuck yeah it, I'm that was gonna it. be my question like obviously modular on the spot is kind of like the genesis of a lot of these societies yeah. and stuff. a lot of it um yeah. but like it, it was there anything else you were looking at as an example, like had Seattle already started their modular on the spot and like had things started already in Colorado and Michigan that were kind of giving you guys inspiration. I mean, we, I mean, this was before COVID. So like, I didn't really know that much of it. Yeah. I mean, for for my end, we weren't as connected. I I did researches before speaking to John, right? Like, uh, I I buy as much as I can use modules. I mean, pre COVID, right. I'm a big Craigslist type of dude. So, you know, every time I would buy from people, I would be like, you know, like, like, you know, trying to talk to them and, you know, be like, what you do is it? Do you know other people? What's the story? Do you perform somewhere? And I would be, be like, no. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> this doesn't make sense, right? Like, this yeah. doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> so one day... I'll, yeah, they would look at us like we're a total weirdo. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I agree. Besides one totally. person, there was one person before us, we did something and it was very, I think... Uh, Influential in what we do. His name is Scooter McRae. He was on Muff Wiggler. And one day yeah. I see a post that says, if you're in Brooklyn, let me know. I'm like, yo, like, I'm like, hey, man, what's up? And he tells me like, yeah, once a year, you know, I, I, I do a little get together of the, the handful of people I know. Like really, you know, very, very small committee. And he's like, hey, man, I'm not trying to, you know, throw shows or whatever. You know, he's like, I have a cool spot in Brooklyn. I have lots of uh, cool synthesizers. I like having drinks with people, you know, a good time. That's it. So I, I w- I've been there, you know, we're like maybe 10, 12 people. And I was like, there must be more, right? Yeah. But, but why was it such an influential, important thing was that that's where I met the third uh, co-founder, Jason. And he okay. said, I, I, I have a show that's it's called Strange Stage. And he's like, there is modular part of it. It's like, if you have a modular and you want to perform, no matter what you do, you can come and perform. And that was the first time I saw somebody or something or whatever, whatever, that was like, I can perform there. Because here's the other thing. I, I found modular on the spot, right? 
Mm-hmm. And first thing I read, you can't bring a drum machine. Right. I felt right. like, dude, I felt yeah. discriminated like majorly. I, it felt <laughs> like, like I was reading, if your name is Ben, you can't come. You know, like, like <laughs> I, I, I'm a big MPC guy. The drum machine is like the heart of it all for me. It's mm-hmm. like, it's like, you know, you tell me you can't bring half what makes your sound, you know? And I was like, also, I, I just thought, you know, no disrespect to my boy, but I was like, what does it even mean? You know, like, mm-hmm. like what, what's your thought process behind that? I, so I was like, you know what, even if let's say I can convince them to let me play with my drum machine, I was like, I want to, that's not for me. You know, like, like yeah. you know. You know, I've I've yeah. talked with I've talked with um, Eric Cheslack, Rodent, and I've talked with Banna actually quite a few times, and, um, you know, that was just something that they started that they never intended to travel, you know, really like tour with or like even Ban like, I think if I understand Banna right, she kind of looks that at modular on the spot as kind of like a moment in time and like it was its own thing, and she's really you know I think she's really happy that it inspired so many other things but i almost i wonder about like that restriction is almost what gave birth to calling everything modular synth societies because shortly after modular on the spot seattle started they wanted to stick with the um you know the format of modular on the spot they just created another night called modular nights that opened up the format. So they'd do two a month. They'd do the outdoor one with the spirit of modular on the spot. And then they'd be like, all right, you want to come do a, a drum machine set? You can do that. And it really, like, that decision was so smart on their part because it just blew up. It just made so many more people come. And I feel like that's what you guys have done and SoCal and... Yeah, that, that's the first thing, you know, when I saw his yeah. Reddit post, I, I, you know, I answered on the topic, but also sending him a direct message. I said, man, listen, I'm down, but I- I'm telling you first, you know, I have a drum machine. Yeah. I perform with a drum machine. If you're that type yeah. of guy, I'm a bounce, you know, I wish you the best. Uh-huh. And he was like, no, 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 no. And like, yeah, like, yeah. I didn't even realize. I didn't even know that. Like at the time, I was like, oh, it's a it's a modular event. We should do one in New York. Why not? I didn't realize there were all these rules around it. I'm like, oh, you know, let's – I quickly wanted to 86 the rule part. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the rules were made in a time when maybe the technology was a little different. There's definitely way more companies now. You know, like I was I was going to go perform a uh, modular on the spot, Seattle. And I was like, okay, so I know it all has to be modular, but like I have this Zorx ribbon controller that only works on CV. Like, can I bring that? And they're like, mm, I don't think so. And it's like, but <laughs> but if I use a Bitbro- Bitbrox micro, that's okay. Like, yeah. that thing's like Ableton in Iraq. So, like, I think, yeah. you know, with all of that, like, those rules were cool for that time and that setting. Um, and I, I totally get the, the, the romanticism of saying, like, hey. Oh, for sure. You know. No, me, what but, shocked me is that that thing with all its rules was the only thing that existed. I was shocked, like literally shocked. Mm-hmm. I was like, exactly. it's like, you know, I, I saw that was so weird. The whole, you know, I could not wrap my head around. I was like, do you, are you telling me that New York City, you know, maybe the biggest city in the world doesn't have any outlet for any guy who has a modular and who doesn't stick by like those weird, you know, esoterical rules. I was mm-hmm. like, this can't exactly. can be, it doesn't make sense. So, you know, that, yeah, that was more exactly. than my shock. Then, yeah. you know, I respect anybody does whatever they want. 
you know, when they did modular on the spot, they didn't say we will rule, you know, uncontested on the the modular world and you will abide by our. No, they said, yeah, this is in our fact, thing, quite the opposite. Know? Yeah, their thing was like we're just doing our right. thing, and if you want to do something like exactly, that, and you yeah, call it by the same name, then just do what we do. And I, I yeah, and and it's pretty crazy actually to think about that event. Like had my had Banna Hafar and Eric Cheslak not started modular on the spot, like where would we be right now? Like, would there still, I mean, I, I think communities would have still started. Yeah, 100%. But I think it, they would have started yeah. in different ways. And it's just, I don't know, it's kind of a cool historic thing because I, I, I feel like this community as it is now is, is, has really, I feel like it's just kind of starting. I think there's, we're, it's getting bigger and bigger. Modular's getting more and more popular. And, uh, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. But I think it would have happened COVID anyway, you know, like, like if you do beats, there is beat battles. If you rap, there is, you know, rap shows and open mics. Whatever you do in New York City, yeah. there is something, you know, like, like right. if you're a heavy metal <laughs> band, there is like, like those, those joints, you know, you can just show up with your band, they give you a shot, you play one song, if you suck, you see what I mean? So yeah. that, that was yeah, bound totally. to happen, you know, one way or the other. And, and, and I think in New York, you know, that, that's one of my favorite things, you know, there, there ain't much rules about much, you know. You think you're a comedian? Mm. There is legit joints you can show up unannounced, put your name on the on the sheet, go on stage, tell your jokes. You know they'll give you a shot if you're good. You you, mm. you know it's gonna work out for you. So yeah. I, I think yeah. we're very New York in that sense, you know. And, and to 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 circle back to how all that happened, so we all reached out to John, right? And he said, "How about we do a Discord server?" I was like, "Dude, I, I heard the word Discord, but I, I thought that was just for guys playing video games." He's like, "No, it's it's pretty cool." <laughs> right. he's, he's like, "I don't know much neither." I think at that time, but he said, no, "I'll figure it out." And and then I said, "How about, much, how about yeah. we all bring everybody we know?" I, you know, with us modular, yeah. obviously. I haven't sent emails to guys. Yeah. I bought modules from like six months ago, and I was like, "Yo, maybe you remember <laughs> me? I bought the whatever, you know, the the cold Mac from you." Uh, matter of fact, we're doing this, blah 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 blah. And uh, I remember that guy Jason Dissonant, you know. And I was, I told John, I was like, "This is the only guy I met that 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 has a show. That you know, he took it like a notch further. You know, he has a show. It's regular. People can come. You know, yeah. I, I was pretty impressed." So, and that's how it worked out. You know, he jumped in like, yes, like, let's make it happen, you know? Totally. The other thing about Jason is that um, he's he's a branding, like, maestro, oh, right? Nice. And, like, when, when, it was, when it was Ben and I and we were, like, enthusiastically emailing people we met six months ago from Craigslist, like, total weirdos, like, <laughs> you know, we, we were kind of just, like, trying to get people in and like trying to make something of it. And then when Jason came in, like he, he, he brought this, like, we should be a thing mm-hmm. sort of mentality. And like, that was really when like, it wasn't New York module society or NIMS until Jason kind of came along and was like, let's put a stamp on yeah, this thing, big time. you know? And, th- and then, and then like went, once from that point on, it was like all, all, all steam, uh, all ships ahead. What's the phrase? Full steam um, ahead, I think. Full, full steam ahead. Thank you. <laughs> it's been a long day here. But yeah, no, um. for, for sure. That, that's how you know. Uh, he said we need a name. You know, we figured out New York Modular Society. That was pretty obvious. Came up with a logo, yeah. website, and and I think the biggest, the biggest, biggest thing he said, I have a venue. So let's say that's you know, yeah. we we spoke like I don't know, maybe let's say end of July, right? 
and, and he said, how about we do a show? I think that was September 18. And then things... September 28th. And then things got real. Like, you see what I mean? Like, then from there, we knew we could not stop. You see what I mean? Like, that yeah. went well. Uh, we got a lot yeah. of support from, you know... Uh, you know kind of like all, all those blogs and whatever whatever in new york you know not necessarily modular people but like mm -hmm. new york you know like like mm -hmm. newsletters uh you know events cultural yeah, exactly. events around right. new york yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. people yeah. showed up like not you know me i saw that was yeah. just gonna be our friends maybe friends of friends and that was when i was like we're on yeah. to something when we did that first show on september 28th and we were like oh let's you know i wonder how many people are going to show up and we were all sort of curious about what the reaction would be and then there were like people spilling out the room we're like okay clearly we got something. Oh, wow so is this 2018 then or yeah. 2018 okay yeah. okay because i i feel like I remember you guys kind of popping up kind no, of no 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 2019 20, yeah. oh yeah you're right okay. you're right yeah. Yeah, it yeah. was. It just feels like two years ago because the last yeah. year was the fucking worst. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Very no, it was September goal, 29th. Yeah. It seemed like yeah. there was yeah, like around that time there was a there was kind of this stint where I was doing the show and I was getting, you know, new people reaching out being like, hey, I started a synth society here and here, and I just feel like I just saw like all these cool synth societies really blowing up. Yeah, I think there was. The yeah, you're time. right. I think there was like a like a wave. Yeah. Mm -hmm. definitely definitely um we didn't even know we were part of the wave we really oh, yeah, didn't because yeah. again we, it was it was pre-covid and we were just doing our new york thing like we didn't know about you know colorado and and socal and all that stuff yeah. we kind of were just jamming on it and and cooking up something for the new york crowd because right. again we just didn't feel like there was anything and then covid happened and we realized oh this this has happened all over the country. The you know? deeper we've gotten into the pandemic and the more of these uh, live stream events and, you know, like online yeah. festivals almost, or, uh, you know, um, the more I'm, I've realized, like, as horrible as COVID is and as damaging it has been to the entire world, there is going to be a silver lining to, this, to the modular community because I feel like we have formed almost like this worldwide bond by being on each other's shows and, you know, hanging out in that way to where I'm, I'm kind of expecting oh, there yeah. to be like almost like a, a tour circuit for people to go around like, Hey, Hey, I'm coming out to New York oh, for definitely. this day, this day and this day. And I'm, then I'm, I'm going to, but I might as well hit up Colorado and uh, Michigan on the way. You know, I could see like a little circuit starting or something like that. So no, oh, it's yeah. a discussion oh, we had with, you know, we have many people over the world, uh you know our artists on the west coast will always say you know if you're around let, let's do something you know and and if i come to new york i would like to do something with you guys uh you know like like mm -hmm. people we did a couple of stuff with us like let's say a guy like snakes of russia right he did a, we did a couple of shows together you know we always said you know the day you're in new york we have to do something you know so mm -hmm. and, and, and same thing you know we have a great relationship with uh, error grid in general And they're always like, guys, like if any of you, you know, is on the West Coast, once things get back to normal, we'll, we'll do something, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So, so when you guys, I'm, I'm just trying to put this together. So when you, when you're, 
just kind of recap here. You guys are trying to form some sort of, well, I mean, obviously the society, but you're, you're both real thirsty for this community. You know, you want this community aspect and you know it exists because you're in New York, but how do you make it exist? So you build this Discord server and then, you know, kind of brand this thing as, you know, New York Modular Synth Society. And you said with that first event, people were coming out the door. Like before that started, were people coming out of the woodwork online and joining the Discord? Like, did you have any warning leading up to that that it was going to be a pretty well attended thing? Or from 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 the get go, I think we got a really really positive reaction. Uh, you know, I, personally speaking, that that's oh, I, I've been continually impressed and and amazed by just the response we got locally and then globally and in person and on Twitch, like, and on Instagram, like everywhere our brand goes, I'm sort of amazed at what the response is and, and, and just continually wowed by it. So I think, yeah, I think we had signs of life before that show. Just, you know, that was, that was very validating to have a lot of people actually show up. That's so cool. I'm like, I, I, I'm the frame of reference I have is obviously our scene here in Seattle, but it's, it's, it's funny to hear you say the story, like you two were the, kind of the real enthusiasts and really wanted to get this community thing going. But you needed that third piece because, you know, he had he had this other type of skill that he could add to your guys' skill sets. And that's huge here in Seattle. You know, there's just like everybody who, every new person that comes in to be like a figurehead of modular Seattle has this new awesome skill set to offer. And it just really boosts them into the next level of, of just being more accessible and, um, yeah, just, just a better better overall yeah. experience when you attend their events that's just so cool and it it, it really is a, a triumvirate I, I mean we're, we're lucky that we all work in we all happen for day jobs work to work in marketing too and um you know it, it, jason for all intents and purposes is a massive part of the community contributions too like i, I mean right from the get-go i mean he he just brought so much enthusiasm and knowledge too. the guy is freaking brilliant about this stuff um, so he gave us like sort of a level up in our, in our perceived expertise too. Um, but we all bring a unique kind of skill set as it relates to, to, you know, the, the marketing aspects. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm more on the analytics side and the business side. Ben is a, a social media maestro master, <laughs> I like, and, and so many other things, but that's, that's easily one of his, his huge things. And then, Jason does the the graphics and and again like he's just a big part of the education the edification and the learning aspect like we just all bring something unique to the community mm -hmm. all three of us and and I don't know I'm just I'm extremely lucky to have met both of them and 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 to to build such strong friendships with both of them and to think it all happened because of a random reddit post right. is like kind of shocking yeah. it's it's really shocking how life works out that way so you guys have this you know you have this this society it's 2019 that it starts that's what you say in september yeah. of 2019 so you start yeah. picking up steam you're getting really excited this is happening and then six seven months later not even yeah i mean yeah, the, yeah holy months, shit yeah there's a global pandemic oh society's closed down can you walk me through kind of your mindset and your, you know, your plan? Like, how, did you guys immediately go into plan yeah, mode and, and brainstorm mode? And, yeah, just walk me through that experience. So, so the, I think, yeah. I think the, the whole build up helps a lot of understanding. First show, September 28th. And from the start, we see, you know, the reaction as mentioned. And we're, like, we're going to do monthly. You know, we, we're just kind of 
ballsy, you know, for, for guys who had no, kind of no clue what they were doing and where they were going. <laughs> then we do the Halloween. You just got to do it. Yeah. Then, we, then we, it. we start meeting people. <laughs> then we find, we meet um, an amazing person, DJ Cherish the Love. Uh, she's like, yo, oh, yeah. I have a room. It's a theater in the East Village. We, at that point, we never even dreamed of playing in the city. We're like, if we can play monster in Brooklyn, that yeah. would be great. Mm-hmm. So we're like, okay, we're thinking about doing a Halloween show. She's like, please, I'm in. Like, please do it at my venue. I, I love you guys. We're like, what? Like, this is amazing. So Halloween, <laughs> boom, more people show up. Like, 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 the room was so packed, people had to be outside, right? And as mm-hmm. it's Halloween and New York City has certain rules, there's a guy we got to find because he had a beer in his hand and he was outside. Oh, shit. And he tried to say, but I can't get in. It's too packed. You know, that, that was that type of situation, right? Like the party uh-huh. spills so much on the, on the sidewalk that, that some dude, you know, gets noticed by the cops and he gets a fine. I, I felt bad for that person, but <laughs> yeah. that was kind of like a great feeling of like, oh, wow, we're doing really something, you know? Yeah. 100%. That was validation. That ticket <laughs> meant more to me than... <laughs> you guys should all buy him things. a drink or you guys should all pitch yeah. in and pay for his ticket. We should have paid for that fine, yeah. actually, retrospectively. You're right. And then, you know, so we got hyped up. We did a November show. Boom. You know, once again. Then December show, uh, I was not around, but it was definitely a success. And then uh, January, February, and, you know, then COVID. But by that time, our excitement was you know, exponentially growing. Oh, uh, yeah, you're just getting started. And the February show yeah. was sold out in a venue. We were hoping to not look too bad in it because, you know, each time we kind of went bigger. So our venue was like 100-something capacity. And, and, and one of yeah. my friends, he gets in and he's like, yo, man, they, they, they said I was the last one who could get in. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, the guy asked me if I had somebody with me because he was like, you, we, we won't let more people in. And I was like, oh, wow, this is really cool. Like, we're at like... And emphasis emphasis on selling tickets too, yeah. right? Like, that was something that was cool too. Like, we, we pivoted to starting to sell, to actually charge for admission and we're worried that that would stop people from coming. And that didn't yeah, ten, that did $10 a ticket. So that know? was exciting too. Yeah, that was amazing. People are going to pay to listen to my out-of-sync music with my banding, <laughs> with my bandmate, you know, like, I mean, it, I, it's not totally true. It was synced. Right, but, yeah, no, uh, I get what you're saying. No, what was amazing is that ambitious. we knew none yeah. of, you know, nobody, like, there was Matt Strangers, right? Like, once again, I have to say their name, you know, Nonsense NYC is a newsletter. They say they call it a curated newsletter for arts and culture. So, you know, you send your event, they look at it, and if they like it, they, they put you on, right? So, it's, it's pretty cool, actually. So, so, you know, when you get the email, you, you know it's more or less quality. I guess I can say that because we're on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we have the equivalent here in this, you know, the Seattle Stranger. You okay, know, if, so, yeah, if, if same type of stuff. If Dave Siegel writes about you, then it's, it's legit. Right. So, you know? so, people would show up, and, 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 you know, we realize, like, these people show up because they see the word modular, you mm-hmm. see, you see, what I mean that that was that was the the, the mind blowing factor, like like you look at at the crowd and you're like yo know, like half half these people at least are strangers. We saw on the newsletter the word modular, and you know we had a little blurb like we play modular synthesizers. You know it's nice, please come. And they were like, you know what? On on, on the Saturday night, I'm, a, I'm that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna fork out ten dollars and I'm gonna show up. You know, and and that venue was kind of like a little further also. That was not in the city by any means. You know, you know in a less accessible part of Brooklyn. So that, that was, you know, we, we were really, like, very impressed. So, you know, we already had more shows booked. 
we tried to play until that, uh, you know we heard about covid but we were like eh, maybe maybe you know maybe it's okay maybe. Mm -hmm. and then you know we realized we, we really could not decision was made for exactly. us exactly yeah. yeah yeah like yeah. venues would be like yeah. nah guys like like that's not going to happen yeah so yeah. you know but yeah. but the excitement that was built like we had to figure out a way like like maybe two weeks in covid you know we were like nah. We didn't skip a beat, man. Like we we went right into like, all right, I guess we're live streaming now. Like it was it was so fast how it all happened. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it was crazy to me. I'm curious about to, from the from the outside looking in at like all the online activity that's gone on since COVID with the modular synth societies is it seems like you guys have been in pretty good communication with each other or did this, this all kind of happen naturally as everybody started noticing that each other was doing their own nights. Like how, like how did that kind of web of you guys get? I think there's two factors, right? First off, we were lucky to all get along inside the society. Like, you know, yeah. we would see each other besides the shows. That, that's when it started getting real interesting, you know. Or, or after shows, we would spend night the, the whole night in a bar or whatever, you know. Lots of, uh, you know, having drinks, whatever. So that, mm -hmm. that was, you know, very cool that it's not just, you know, uh, a shared interest, but like, you know, real friendships with a lot of people. And, and then, you know, we always get very excited by things. You're going to see it's a very uh, recurring uh, pattern with us. So after, you know, we stream like maybe three, four times, right? Like, like we figure it out as we go. Like Jason figures out the, the whole recasting system, the yada, yada. Uh, me, I started streaming with, with, a, with a garbage trash can and a webcam, you know, like, like that, that was kind of rough beginnings. But, you know, we were all figuring out something at the same time. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. I'm like, yo, like I, I, I start thinking, right? And I'm like. I knew from before all that uh, Corey B-Boy Tech report, and I'm like, mm -hmm. yo, that that guy has friends, you know. And I'm like, I have friends too. And I was like, how about we do, you know, all, all the guys with drum machines and whatnot, you know, like like maybe we could do a show all together, and, mm -hmm. and we start talking about it. And, and John and Jason, they're like, yeah, but what if we include like also all our people? And I'm like. Yeah, sure, you know, and then we start being like, yo, but there's other people from other synth societies, so how about we invite like a couple from each? A couple of guys mm -hmm. from Colorado. Next thing you know, we end up doing a, a festival that was in May with 27 artists for nine hours in a row. <laughs> you can ask uh, so Jonah awesome. Wells that you probably know, and he said, yeah. "Oh yeah." He said, "All right, guys, let me let me put it this way. He's like, you 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 just started streaming pretty much." And you're organizing an all live event of nine hours with no break, <laughs> with 27 artists. <laughs> we're like, yeah. And we were like, yeah, yeah. And he's yeah, like, yo, he's like, you guys, I yeah. love you. Like, you're you're, you're so yeah. confident. He's like, I can't believe it. And, and you know, there's been there's been few hiccups. You know, I, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. You know, not everything went smooth. But, 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 but same rule applied. Like we were kind of shocked with the response we got. Mm -hmm. Remember, we like we had like. 200 150 concurrent viewers all night we we're like that's people want to watch this shit yeah, holy yeah, crap totally. you know no, and we ask like uh, yeah. you know a little help from uh, companies I, I reached out to everybody that exists on earth that was kind of like my part my job for the sh for the show jason was you know figuring out how does it work <laughs> like how do you get so many people to yeah. stream 
Poor bastard. And uh, John was like all the logistics, <laughs> you know, tying it all together, uh, getting the artwork done, you know, pretty much everything else, right? And uh, I was in charge of like contacting people, artists. Uh, and I saw also a lot of people heard about us. I, I picture this, like, I, I would get emails from Instagram saying, you can't send any more direct messages. I don't know anybody that happened to. I, I, oh, wow. They thought I was like some, some spam bot farm or something. Oh. <laughs> I would send like 50 messages a day and then I would get lost. I didn't logged. know that was possible. I, I would have to wait, you know, and I would just keep trying and would say, no, 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 no. And then at some point I could, you know, send messages again. And, and, That's and determination, man. You have to. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're persistent. No, no one knows about you, you see what I mean? And then that was incredible. People like Todd mm -hmm. Barton said, said yes. Like, you know, people are, I tried yeah. thinking like, there's no way. But, you know, at that point, I was like, whatever. Uh, we got day You just got to ask. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Alfred's such such a sweet, sweet person. So um, that, that was insane, you know. Uh, Expert Sleepers yeah. uh, was a sponsor. Then Make Noise showed up. I was like, you know, that was it. Like, that, that, that's kind of like our second defining moment, I, I would say, you know, us making that whole festival happen. Seeing mm -hmm. that, A, we can do it. B, people will, uh, you know, participate. And C, people will, will watch it. Like John said, like 250 people watching. I was like, how, how is this even possible? Yeah. Well, this, this reminds me of something that I bring up every once in a while when, when we're talking about synth societies or um, kind of early on I had, you know, I think when the show was earlier, early, younger without a lot of people knowing about it, I had some bigger guests and I would have, you know, friends or whatever in the scene email me and like, how did you get Div Kid or how did you get Walker Farrell? And I'd say, I asked. <laughs> Simple know, as like, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then that's what I, and then that same kind of approach, I'll, I want to reiterate to anybody out there who's maybe in a, a city where you, you know, there's other people around, but there's no society formed yet. And you're like, well, you could sit around and wait for one to get formed, or you can listen to everything that we've been talking about for the last 45 minutes and do it yourself. If you have the drive and the desire for that community, you have to make it happen yourself. Like, nobody who started any of these synth societies was already, like, it, it, it wasn't bestowed upon them or something, you know? A, a bunch yeah. of people didn't go to them and nominate them. The they just, yeah. Yeah, they just it's decided not like, to you do know, it. Uh, it's not like one of us was doing the NPC Society or the, the Juno <laughs> Society. No, yeah. like... Because yeah. I'm sure some people, it's that's what they think, been. you know? They, they're like, oh, maybe that guy was the head of the Moog Society in New York or, or something, Right, you know? right, right. Like no, it's always been very DIY. Mm -hmm. It's uh, like from day one, it's just been super organic. That's the beauty of it. So yeah. we're we're coming in on uh, fifty minutes. So I definitely want to get to the show that is uh, the next show you have coming up. Yes, because um, that's coming up very soon. But before we do that, I just kind of want to. I mean, I think we kind of hinted around what we we hope to see the future as as far like post COVID. But what do you see? happening post COVID with not just your own modular synth society, but like, what do you, what do you kind of hope to, to get out of the greater worldwide modular? I mean, I'll, I'll just say that it, to your other point, your other question earlier, uh, I mean, uh, you know, in regards to like scheduling and coordination across all the societies, I, I wouldn't necessarily say there's like some master booker behind the scenes, <laughs> like talking to all of us and making sure we don't overlap. Like, we're just very consistent with the New York stuff where we're just like, 
we do it every Thursday night, oh. every Thursday night, eight or nine o'clock. And we do a couple hours and we have fun with it. Maybe we do special shows. Sometimes we, you know, make sure that everyone knows about them when we do. Um, so we're, we're just very consistent like that. And I think that's just naturally worked out for us is like, that's, that's the time to go watch New York do their thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, our, again, our audience has been continuing to surprise us each and every week, week over week. But I mean, in regards to, you know, the overarching scene, I, I mean, I, I, like, I don't think there's any turning back from this. Like I, I would have never, ever thought to do a streaming show before, March, right? But now, um, obviously, it's a big part of our of our group's DNA, mm-hmm. and you know there'll be more of these after with this all said and done. We'll go back to live shows, but we're still going to do virtual shows too. That's, and that's and, where I was headed with that question because it seems that seems to be the consensus of everybody who has a synth society that I've talked to is like, yeah, this is I now mean, part ben, of our culture. Of course, live is is what we're really thirsty for, but this will maybe especially in the winter months or in like especially in Seattle in the winter, it's just so horrible outside yeah. all the time and you guys get totally but, and we get horrible weather yeah. but I, I, I mean ben has built a brand a sub-brand of new york Mod society called across the eighth dimension uh, that that that's that's almost as big as our own group in, in general and, and it's got people from russia playing and from all over the country right like I'm, and from all over the globe i like we can't turn that. We can't turn away from that when the shows come back. Mm-hmm. We can't just stop doing that too. It's such a big part of who we are now. Yeah, definitely. So I, I think that's just where I, I, it's just how it's going to have to be. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Yeah, ben, no, I, I, I totally agree. I think we have like, you know, when all the members were, were you know, in New York, that's one thing. But now we have like people that are real, real core members. You know, uh, in Russia, France. Netherlands, Belgium, uh, yeah. you know, all over the world, and people were really, you know, involved. So, so what? You 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 pull the plug on all these people? You see, what I mean, like, that's not fair. And also, like, I, I think it's great. Like, like, you know, I I enjoy the stream. It's different from live. You know, it's like live from mm-hmm. the comfort of your living room. That's pretty cool. And the chat, the chat is so fun on these live events. Chat is fun. It's so much, yeah. and you know, they like these inside jokes start developing. And uh, I, I, man, through COVID, I've, I've made, I feel like I've made friends with some people who I've never f- occupied the same physical space as. You know, just you know, the Colorado guys and totally. some people from SoCal, and yeah, it's pretty remarkable. Yeah, it's amazing. Like, like there is a very frequent uh, performer, New New Eight in Russia. He promotes us over there. You see, I mean, like, I would have never spoke to that person. Like, you see, I mean, like, we would have never crossed paths. I had somebody now I, I speak to regularly. The other day, I saw a video on, on some uh, pretty big uh, Russian YouTube channel, and he mentioned us, you know, and there was a banner saying New York. I was like, this is amazing. Like, you know, it, it's just it's just too good to, to stop. Yeah, definitely. Well, let's talk about this upcoming show. When, first of all, yes. when is it? So Saturday, January twenty third, not this okay, Saturday. So that's coming up. I mean, when when the episode is going to be up, uh, it's probably going to be the, the next Saturday. But anyway, twenty third at four p.m. EST, New York time, one p.m. Yeah. if you're on the West Coast. It's going to be okay. uh, so it's a it's a joint venture, you could say, with a Steady State Fate. Oh, nice. Yeah, the, it that. revolves Andrew around does the amazing work. Yeah. Totally, totally. This is like our guy, you know. This is not just partnership, like business, you know. Like, like 
It's it's based off a real friendship, real ap mutual appreciation of what we do. Mm -hmm. uh, New York, this is not yeah, business at all. You know, I mean, hopefully it's gonna yeah. be. You know, but like, I mean, you know, we're gonna generate sales. We hope, but that that's not how we started at all. Uh, yeah. So it's it's based around this uh, new module, the the vortices, which is a character mixer. You know, uh, that, mm -hmm. that mimics the sound of uh, analog tape machine and a vintage mixing desk. So, you know, it's a okay. pretty cool module. It has compression, saturation, uh, you know, uh, frequency response. Not controllable directly, you know, but, but like, you know, the same way you would record your sound on the tape, it would come out a certain way. That's the idea of that mm -hmm. module. Oh, great. Now I need another module. Oh, you I, definitely I need that good. module. Everybody needs Everything that module. Everything he does. I think everything well, he does is like top notch. Guaranteed, all quality. He's yeah, an amazing engineer. Absolutely. So, yeah. so yeah, we, the the idea was to do a, a show. You know, it ties to another thing we do, right? I'm not going to go too too long, but we we have that show every month called Patchable Performers, and it's like you know, in the in the spirit of like music challenges, John is kind of in charge of that show, and. Uh, you know, so it all ties back to something we were previously doing and we like also to do like special shows. So it was like a nice intersection. Uh, so the idea, the show is based, you know, as a collab with SSF. Every performer will use the vortices and feature it kind of prominently, you know, in what they do. And in yeah. that spirit, you know, and uh, that, that, that optic, you could say. Uh, Andrew from... It's, it's really... Ahead, Andrew from sorry. SSF said, you know, I could ask Boys Noise to, to join in. And, and, you know, we're like, okay, like this now this is huge, right? <laughs> so, yeah, so that's pretty much, you know, to sum it up, it's a New York Modular Society show uh, in collaboration with Steady State Fate. That's going to feature, you know, obviously New York Modular Society artists such as uh, John, Saddle of the Robots, Jason Dissonant, Cool Self, uh, Jesse Juno, uh, Tim Cox. And boys' noise. Very so cool. once again, yeah. Saturday, January yeah. 23rd, 4 p.m. EST. Uh, it's going to be on our Twitch channel and on Boys Noise Twitch channel, which is which is pretty cool. And uh, nice. yeah. I'll throw links in the show description here if you guys want to send. Yeah, them to for me sure. As well. Thank you. Yeah, please do. Yeah, and I'll just I'll just add that. Um, I mean, to be on a show with Boys Noise, like we're I can't I like he he's. First off, he's a great modular musician. I did not know that. He's just a great electronic music musician, but like he does cool modular stuff. And I've been listening to him for you know fifteen years. Like to have <laughs> this opportunity is like a dream come true. It's it's really amazing. And I encourage everyone to tune in because you're going to be wowed at how fantastic of a of a performer he is with a modular synthesizer. Um, you know, and he's not again. He's not necessarily known for that. Um, he's known for like amazing Depeche Mode remixes, and, <laughs> and, and you know, he's work. He's worth with the best of the best. Uh -huh. But um, the other thing I'll say is, you know, this is really like uncharted territory for us, and something we're really excited to experiment with and try because, um, you know, we think there's a marketing opportunity in Eurorack that's more inclined towards the music. Mm -hmm. You know, like all. All this man, like all these new modules come out, and it's you know it's it's the the video manual demo on YouTube sort of format is the marketing, yeah. and and there's no other way to do it, and like those are great, but there's always this craving, at least from the New York folks and everyone that we talk to every day, to like hear more music created with those modules. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so that's a very strong like, point. Yeah, instead yeah. of doing a demo 
why don't we just do a show where everyone's featuring the sound of the vortices and, you know, we'll get some stores to participate and, and, and do a discount, you know, and, and by the way, if anyone's interested in the vortices that entire week, it's going to be, um, it's going to be 15% off at like six different stores, like control at perfect circuit at Detroit modular. We're still working it out, but, um, you know, it's, it's going to be on sale throughout that entire week. I think so that's a really smart approach. It, I like that approach. It's cool. Thank you. Yeah, we're, we're super excited about that idea and just trying to experiment with how, how modules are marketed. I, I don't yeah, know. And, and get playing voice noise on top of it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm, I'm hyped just to see how it works as like a, as, as a pure pure play experiment. You yeah. Know? No, this all sounds really exciting. And But, but Tim, if you want to buy a Vortices, yeah. just, just wait and use the NIMS <laughs> discount yeah, code, be, okay? Yeah, do, us a, do us a favor. Just, just that made me excited save, when John said there's going to be a, a NIMS, you know, something that says NIMS, yada, yada, uh, 15 code. Yeah. I was like, wow, I never had any name related to what I do as a coupon code. <laughs> I, you, you feel like you made it more than ever. You made you know? it. You have arrived. Welcome. I, I hook it up. This is this is my marketing genius here. That's it. So, so that, that yeah. was you know that was a very you know I think it's another hopefully turning point for us. But yeah, I think you know that's really something we all stand for. Uh, you know, we're about the music. I think if there is one thing you know uh, to kind of you know we're getting to the end of that episode. If if you know if if people try to understand what Nims is about, it's about music. You know. Uh, that's, that's that's the most important thing for yeah. us. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, of course, we're all geeks and whatever, whatever. You know, but but it's not about making money. It's not about it's not about consumerism. You know, many platforms are, are very consumerist oriented. It's not about that. Uh, it's not about geeking out on on, on, on you know uh, splitting hair on features. You know, there are other platforms for that. Yeah. With the music people, mm -hmm. I think that's that's what worked for us from day one. And uh, that's the direction we're pushing. Once again, you know, we try to, to, really to get back to the, uh, when I mentioned the harmonic oscillator, this is a, a $650. I paid tax on it, $700 for an oscillator. I had no clue about the specs. I heard the sound and I was like, this is the sound mm -hmm. I want. So everybody's right. very different, but me, I, I, I don't really care exactly the nitty gritty. I'll figure it out. You see what I mean? Like, I'll read mm -hmm. the manual on my own. Just, just, just show me how it sounds. Uh, I'm, I'm the same way. Yeah. I, 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 when I do demos, I try to do more of a. This is the kind of sound it makes, rather than this is exactly. This is the and then you know, if it. you like that, you'll, you'll, you know, you'll go further. But yeah, mm -hmm. long story short, names. We're, we're about music. We're obviously about people. Because if you're not about people, what would you do? A, a scene community or, or anything community oriented? <laughs> right. So that yeah. goes without saying. But I think we still have to say it, right? So yeah, that, that's what we are. Like we try to be good people doing good music, which I, I think you know has been yeah. my motto for life. You know, I think Nims really, you know, we, we all agree on that. That's what I said earlier. It's not just you know music; it's also friendship, and, and, mm -hmm. and we all agreed, you know, about good people doing good music. Yeah, yeah. So to, couldn't couldn't have said it better. So you. to remind the listener, yeah. we're talking January twenty third, four p.m. Eastern. Standard time, so that would be one p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, yep. Boys' noise on the show, and that, that wow, that's so cool. And thank you so much for finally joining me. I know I've been chatting back and forth yeah, with but, but, uh, you guys for a long time about this, and uh, 
I'm happy that we finally, yeah, finally no, found a time I, I where I knew that the time would out. be right. You know, I didn't want just to show up and, and, and you know, talk. I mean, it's great to talk. Don't get me wrong. As you can tell, we like mm -hmm. talking. But, you know, <laughs> I, I felt that would be better if, if we could, like, have something to be like, yo, and by the way... Da, 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 you to know, share. Yeah, no, this is yeah. this sounds like a cool event, and I really like your your approach to it for sure. Um, like everybody using the same module and, and kind of emphasizing that 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 is a really cool way to get the word out about a friend, especially a friend's company. So uh, yeah, once again, so I guess, yeah, friendship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how if if you're if say I'm in New York and the pandemic's coming to an end. Or even if it's not, I want, I want to, I, I'm just now learning about this and I want to be a part of this. Like, what do I do? Who do I email? What or, you're, or you're not in New York. Or you're not in yeah, New York. Just, yeah, I guess. So, so yeah, once again, you, props you, to Jason. We have top-notch SEO. Like, like we, we're like, you know, uh, you know, Inc. 500 top of SEO, right? You just type in New York Modular Society. <laughs> yeah. You're going to see everything we do, every platform, the Twitch, the Instagram, the website, the this, the that. Every platform has a way to contact us. If you send on Instagram or whatever social media, I, I, I'm going you know, to get the message reply to you. If it goes to the website, Jason will, will reply to you. Uh, all those feature the link to our Discord. So I would suggest, you know, uh, nyms.love. That's our website. That's all you need to know about us. I, I, we don't, we're not .com or .org. We're .love. <laughs> <laughs> which was Jason's idea, yeah. by the way. I think it's great. NYMS.love. Yeah, uh, th there is a link to our Discord, which, you know, this is, this is where it happens. But I'll throw links in the show description as well. Thank you. So. Thank you, yeah. But yeah, really like... Yeah. like the Discord's like, the hub. You know, I, I, you know, I suggest anybody, uh, you know, can, can check for themselves. Google New York Model Society. You, you're going to see how, how hard we work. Uh, I, I strongly recommend our YouTube channel. I don't know how many videos there is. Maybe a hundred, maybe more, probably more. Uh, <laughs> we, we work hard, like like we, you know. So so wherever you are, if you're interested in modular, just what what you can do with modular, or just you know, if you're just bored at work and you want to talk with with funny people, New York Modular <laughs> Society, you know. <laughs> yep. Right on. Well, thanks again, you guys. This has been a lot of fun. Yo, thank you so much um, for having us. Yeah, had a blast. Thank you. So we weren't sure if we were going to get to a patch challenge because they had uh, upcoming events, the one we were just talking about. Um, so we didn't really talk about it too much on air. Um, but Ben did have time to do a patch challenge. So I sent him over the words, wartime solitude. And, uh, and this, is, this is Ben the Glorious Bastard's wartime solitude. I'd love to uh, hear yours on the Discord or on Instagram. Wartime solitude.
Well, that's our show. Thank you so much for listening to Podular Modcast this weekend. Don't forget to go check out New York Modular Synth Society and all the uh, amazing projects that are revolving around in that uh, solar system there. Also, check out Ritual Electronics. High, high quality modules. Having a lot of fun with these things. After Later Audios, uh, Benjamin V2. Of course, I can't stop talking about it. Also, the Bog. Uh, from After Later Audio is another really fun new module. Um, thank you to Patchworks, Needham Woodworks, and Mod Bang. Um, and thank you to uh, all the artists who uh, sent me their music so I could play it on the show. If you're interested in uh, having me goof around uh, with some voiceover in some pod mod intros, hit me up. I'm always looking for new stuff. Um, and we're going to be back next week with a patch breakdown slash walkthrough with Red Stripe Down. Looking forward to it. Until next week. <laughs>